Well, there it is, folks. I, I do have a brain, and I do choose to run marathons like the one in Olathe, Kansas. I think I've pronounced that right. Uh, again, home of some great barbecue out there. Q39 was my favorite place in Kansas City we went to. Follow the Yellow Brick Road. Follow the Yellow Brick Road. That's right. This is Jason Dennis here for the Run the Race podcast. Just getting back from the land of Oz, Kansas, where I ran my last marathon. Uh, state number 22 and my 25th time running a race that was 26.2 miles. I'm going to recap it a little bit, tell you a little bit about um, the training that went into it the months ahead of time and and uh, what the uh, the race was like, what the city was like. And uh, I was just uh, near Kansas City where the NFL draft is happening right now. And it was a Wizard of Oz themed race appropriately in Kansas. So uh, a little later in this uh, short episode of Run the Race, I'm going to sing a little more for you, a tune. Uh, there's a reason behind that, so you'll uh, you'll get that in just a few minutes. Um, but uh, we, we did follow the Yellow Brick Road. It wasn't yellow, but it was a, a paved road on uh, our marathon, the Olathe Garmin Marathon. This is Olathe, Kansas. And again, it's about 20 or 30 minutes uh, from Kansas City, Missouri. So uh, I uh, stayed with my niece and her husband in KC and uh, to run this marathon. And uh, my goal was to PR it, to uh, try to get sub four hours, run my fastest one, personal record. Didn't quite make that goal, but I'm going to explain why here in the next little bit. Definitely uh, faced a lot of challenges, some high winds, not quite a tornado like Dorothy saw in Wizard of Oz, but uh, and quite cold and uh, more hills than expected. Um, if you think Kansas is flat, think again. Maybe where I was, uh, a little hillier than other parts of Kansas. But I have run my fastest marathon just three uh, hours down the road from this a year ago in St. Louis, Missouri. So, uh, you know, running a marathon and you know, just completing the task is, is a big deal. Uh, there was, um, I think, about a, almost 1,000 people running the half marathon. And then there was uh, nearly 500 people running the full marathon. I ended up finishing in the top 200, so the top half. So not bad at all. All. Again, uh, this uh, took place at the Garmin headquarters. And you know what was interesting was uh, that uh, last year, when they had the 20th uh, anniversary, the 20th time they ran this race, they actually, it was too short. There was something wrong with where they placed a cone or set up the course and the route. They ended up being a little shorter for a marathon. So for all those who had run it last year, 2022, it actually didn't count. Uh, but for me, it did. So it was about 26.3 or 26.4 miles total. And uh, so we got it in and it counts for Kansas, state number 22 for me on my uh, journey uh, down the yellow brick road to try to get uh, all 50 states uh, running a marathon and uh, definitely had some Midwest charm here. And um, in terms of my training leading up to it, I did uh, what I've normally been doing, uh, running every day. My run streak uh, this time around is almost a year now. I've got about a month to go in this run streak for uh, for a full 365 days. But um, did a long run pretty much every week that grew from about you know eight or nine miles all the way up to about 20 miles. Uh, I did that 20 or 22 miler twice uh, during the marathon training cycle and uh, did speed work pretty much once a week, uh, which is that's, you know, trying to run faster, uh, you know, 800s or faster two mile, three mile segments at a time. 
And uh, and definitely the last couple weeks when I was tapering, which is when you run fewer miles and uh, you're trying to let your uh, little micro um, tears of your muscles repair themselves and try to rev the engine up. And so you can let your body rest a little bit before the race. Try to do that and try to get more sleep on the the uh, the days and weeks leading up to this race. Sleep, uh, I found, is just as important, if not more important, than the miles and the exercise that you put in. And uh, uh, you know, one thing that was happening the last few months during the training for this latest marathon was I was also training for Dancing Stars of Columbus, which I've talked about on previous podcasts. It's a competition. We raised a bunch of money for Alzheimer's research, and uh, I was learning how to dance over the course of 10 weeks, uh, a routine. So we were practicing about three or four times a week. So that was some added stress, some added activity. Uh, so I'm, I'm no spring chicken. I'm in my late 40s. So, uh, and, you know, I definitely pray that God would guide me uh, every mile and, you know, he gets the glory for being able to cross the finish line and uh, not be injured and uh, just for my body to be able to do this. And again, this is a Wizard of Oz themed race. So the medal, it's a pretty big medal, actually, one of the biggest ones I've gotten. Uh, feature the the character that they were focusing on for this year's race. Last year, it was the Wicked Witch. This year, it was the Flying Monkeys, which are the uh, the minions, the villains in that classic uh, movie. And uh, they kind of they symbolize, you know, old fears returning. And, uh, you know, we all get scared when we face challenges in life. But we've got to know the Lord protects us. He's there for that. And, um, you know, the 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 angel wings that, uh, you know, the angels have are a lot more powerful than the evil monkeys and, and their wings. Um, and you, whether that's, you know, anything, running a marathon or any challenge you face. In Psalms 91, 3 through 4, it says, For he will rescue you from every trap. He will shelter you with his wings. His faithful promises are your armor and protection. So, uh, it, uh, you know, it, it, I just tried to, you know, th- thank God and, and, and uh, pray to Jesus for strength every mile along the way. I had made a kind of a very intricate race plan to try to run the first couple miles at a 10-minute pace, then speed it up to 9-minute pace, and then speed it up to 8.5-minute pace for about 7 miles, and then going up some hills, and then another 7 miles of that 8.5-mile pace. Well, the back half of this a Garmin Olathe Kansas Marathon was definitely more hilly. And um, originally, I thought it was going to be about 800 feet of elevation gain. Ended up being about 1,200 feet of elevation gain. Not not nearly as hard as the Las Vegas one I ran up and down canyons um, of almost 3,000 feet elevation gain. But this was, you know, it was hilly. And uh, we had winds of 15 miles per hour uh, just swirling right at our face at times. Uh, the temperature was in the mid-30s to start, but it felt like it was just about freezing or below because of those winds. So the night before, um, God flew into Kansas City, uh, had a big pizza, or at least a half a pizza, and uh, my bib was number 100, so I tried to tried to go 100, keep it real uh, for the race. And um, but uh, you could feel, you know, not in Kansas anymore because uh, it was uh, getting ready to the start line. You knew you're going to be out there for three, four, five hours, depending on um, how long uh, it, w- it was going to take us. Um, but there were some people dressed up as Dorothy or a scarecrow or as Tin Man or those flying monkeys. And uh, so, you know, maybe one out of every 
seven or eight runners were dressed up in costume. I was uh, in my my normal race marathon running attire, a team RWB, red, white, and blue, were uh, kind of showing my support for military veterans as I ran this race. It's a, a red shirt, dry fit with an eagle on it. People say eagle up. And uh, so a lot of folks, um, you know, are, uh, you know, some several other folks are wearing that same uh, shirt as well. So, uh, I, again, I did not quite get these sub four hours, but uh, looking on the bright side of life, of, of running and my effort, uh, it was probably the at least the fifth or sixth toughest marathon I've run in terms of the conditions, the winds, the temps, the hills, um, and uh, fifth or sixth toughest out of the 25 I've run, and uh, it's my third fastest. So, uh, again, St. Louis and then South Carolina a few years ago, a flat course. Um, so this one, uh, my total time was close to about four hours and eight minutes. Uh, again, uh, you know, I, I'm going to get sub four hours sometime, but, um, but afterwards, you know, no place like home, like Dorothy says, uh, going home to my, uh, wife and, and, uh, family and kids and work. So, uh, back to, uh, back to the grind and, um, part of the trip too, I got to spend in Kansas city. So, Probably about an hour after finishing the race, I went with my uh, niece and her husband, and we went to uh, the first of the two barbecue places we would go to in Kansas City. Always promised that KC BBQ is really good, and and it it lived up to the expectations. Great uh, brisket and sauce and pulled pork and uh, ribs and um, burnt ends, as they call it, uh, as part of the uh, the brisket. So I really enjoyed that. I really hit the spot. Uh, we went to um, you know some sightseeing uh, the hours after the marathon, so I could keep walking around, keep that blood flowing. Important to do, not just to lay around or sit around. So uh, the the day of, hours after, and the day after, we went to some some sites, including uh, Union Station, a uh, famous train depot and area in Kansas City, where the NFL draft is actually happening right now. As this episode comes out, uh, we'll be uh, entering uh, day two of three. In the NFL draft, uh, which is big around here, for uh, a, lot, a lot of folks who love college and pro football, we also saw the uh, World War One Memorial on the way out there, and uh, got up close and personal to the Kansas City Royal Stadium and Arrowhead Stadium, which is the home of the Kansas City Chiefs, the current Super Bowl champion. So pretty cool to see that. And uh, one thing that I thought was really unique and cool, I didn't know it was there. I mean, uh, not only is Kansas City the home of jazz, but there's a lot of history in terms of baseball in this uh, city that's mostly in Missouri. Uh, They have a Negro Leagues baseball museum, very historic, very cool. Uh, took us about an hour to walk through there, and uh, worth uh, to see that and see you know the stories about Jackie Robinson and and others. So um, really cool to kind of you know kind of get a tour of Kansas City. That's one part about this goal. You know, I pray that you know God gets the glory as I go through this journey over the course of might take me 15 years to do all 50 marathons in all 50 states. But also to be able to see the United States in a unique way. You know, you complete a challenge in each state, but also get to see kind of behind the scenes and see some history and see the sights and go to states I've never been to before um, because this is my second time to Missouri. First time, I think, ever to Kansas. And again, uh, Kansas being the home of uh, Wizard of Oz, uh, where it took place. 
And there uh, definitely are hidden, you know, Christian themes in The Wizard of Oz. I found an article in uh, beliefnet.com online. It, it's talking to me. You know, obviously, Dorothy is following the Yellow Brick Road, uh, as I sung about earlier. And uh, she's trying to get to Emerald City and to the great and powerful Wizard of Oz, and uh, who would supposedly have the power to send her home. She met some friends, uh, the, the lion, the scarecrow, tin man, to help her out and give her some advice. And uh, that journey, um, you know, according to this article, can be compared to, you know, how we try to find something as Christians to fill our hearts and make us truly, you know, at home. And uh, we learn that the path to Christ, that's where our true home is. And it can be a really long journey that uh, Yellow Brook Road or, or uh, you know, bumpy and up and down, just like the, the marathon, the, the hills we had to kind of uh, traverse through. And uh, you're likely to run to a lot of difficult encounters along the way, like Dorothy and her friends did. And uh, only when you really finally accept Jesus in your heart, that's the the true journey, the, the, the finish line that we already, and we, we realize that we, we already had everything that we need. And we learned that we, um, we had the only friend we needed, a, a friend that promised to, to leave us and not forsake us, as it says in Hebrews. And, uh, you know, some, a lot of us, you know, try to fill the void with um, re- relationships uh, in terms of, uh, you know, spouse or a friend or addiction or other false idols, which is what Dorothy's chasing after. So in the midst of uh, her, the main character in the movie struggles to get home. She's attacked by the Wicked Witch of the West and her minions, those flying monkeys that were part of, uh, are on the medal and on the shirt for the, the marathon. And it's kind of com- it's comparable to, to Satan and the demons and trying to intervene in our lives and, uh, you know, get hurt by that. And so you're, you're tempted by those as well. Well, as Dorothy overcomes the, the witch and, and her temptations, she becomes that much closer to finding her way home. And, uh, and as, we, as we resist the enemy ourselves, we're further pers- pushing ourselves closer and closer to Christ. So, uh, you know, definitely there's a lot of symbolism for Wizard of Oz, symbolism in running marathons, the journey, the ups and downs, the, uh, you know, pushing yourself slower, faster, and uh, having other people around you doing the same thing. It's just that journey of life. And uh, maybe if I um, had thought better of it in terms of the, the winds and the hills and, and, uh, and all that, and maybe running all these marathons, if I only had a brain, maybe I wouldn't uh, run as much or um, fight through those hills and try to run fast through them. So uh, in honor of that, uh, here's uh, my version of the, uh, the famous uh, Scarecrow song from uh, Wizard of Oz. I could while away the hours conferring with the flowers, consulting with the rain. In my head I'd be scratching while my thoughts were busy hatching if I only had a brain. I'd unravel every riddle for any individual in trouble or in pain. With the thoughts you'll be thinking you could be another Lincoln if you only had a brain. Oh, I could tell you why the ocean's near the shore. I could think of things I never thunk before. And then I'd sit and think some more. I would not be just a nothing my head all full of stuffing, my heart all full of pain. I would dance and be merry, life would be a ding a dairy 
if I only had a brain. Well, there it is, folks. I, I do have a brain, and I do choose to run marathons like the one in Olathe, Kansas. I think I've pronounced that right. Uh, again, home of some great barbecue out there. Q39 was my favorite place in Kansas City we went to. Uh, also went to KC Joe's, which I think is used to be Oklahoma Joe's. And uh, so some some great barbecue out there. There's a few other places I didn't get a chance to try, but uh we, uh, we did have some other food besides uh, a barbecue as well. Um, but uh, overall, I'll give a thumbs up to the race. Uh, you know, organized great. It was the right distance this time. Garment headquarters and, uh, you know, uh, a great crowd. Not too big, not too small, kind of in between. And I've run races with 20,000 people. I've run races with 50. This was about 450 or 500 running the actual marathon. And we, we uh, kind of uh, separated from the half marathoners about 10K in. And uh, there was uh, some aid stations about every two miles. So that was, uh, that was great. They had um, some places to go to the bathroom. I had to take one little bathroom break during the marathon. It took me about 30 seconds, so didn't lose that much time. Uh, but really, um, I'd run the first half at 158. So I was on pace to get that four hours, but the second half, it was about 210 and uh, just got tougher. Those last three miles, I was averaging about 11 and a half minute pace, whereas I had done uh, mostly eights and nines the whole rest of the way. So uh, got tougher at the end and uh, mentally just got to push through sometimes. So uh, got to get stronger mentally and physically, do some strength training to to get better. And um, we'll talk about that in uh, the coming weeks and months on the Run the Race podcast. And as we do every episode, going to close in prayer. Dear God, just uh, thank you for the ability to uh, to run the race, uh, this one and so many others, and just of, of life itself, that you continue to pour out uh, your grace, your mercy to us, um, your joy every morning, and uh, that we look to you um, as we face difficulties in life um, and uh, obstacles along the way, along our our road, um, of, of, and that we look to you. We know that you are the true treasure. You know, we know you are the one that uh, can guide us and give us that advice and be our, our friend and uh, that will not forsake us, not leave us. And uh, we just thank you, Lord, for the ability to just talk about you and glorify you and that we have bodies that where we can uh, kind of push ourselves and challenge ourselves and uh, for, for your glory. And uh, we just thank you again and praise you um, for uh, as we enter a new month, and uh, that you will continue to uh, keep our families healthy and uh, that we, uh, we, we read the Bible more, pray more, and look to you on um, as, as much as, uh, as more, than we, more than we do now. You name me, pray. Amen. Next week, hoping to have uh, a big-time running coach um, that's uh, known nationwide uh, to talk about uh, overcoming injuries and tragedy and, and uh, just in the Boston Marathon that we just had uh, a few weeks ago. And so uh, looking forward to that and also um, hopefully talking to a, uh, a female influence as we approach Mother's Day to talk about a little uh, faith and fitness and so we appreciate you uh, tuning in, listening in. Tell your friends about it using hashtag Run the Race. Head over to um, Apple Podcast, a little purple microphone, and go to Run the Race. And the bottom there is a chance where you can give a five-star review. Uh, shoot a few paragraphs my way or a few sentences and tell me what you think. Uh, I would love for you to review it and so we can um, 
keep this going. I uh, love talking about uh, some of my favorite things that I'm passionate about, and I view this as a ministry. But uh, I hope it's a podcast that uh, educates, entertains, and inspires you on on a regular basis as well. So uh, on to uh, planning the next marathon, maybe this summer. I'm maybe doing another one this fall as well. So trying to do about four a year if my, if my wife allows me. So hopefully she will. <laughs> we'll see. We'll have to talk her into it. So uh, prayers and blessings to you, and uh, we'll check you next time.